ever wanted to press post and then you stopped yourself? You started telling yourself, what if someone laughs at me? What if someone says something rude? What if no one likes it? What if I don't get any DMs or emails or sales? Well, today you're in for a treat. Since we are in Halloween week, and even if you're listening to this after Halloween, I thought it would be a great time to talk about what if you are afraid to post? What do you do? So with my clients, oh, by the way, I'm Erica, the host of the contentcare.co podcast, also the owner of ePartners Marketing, and I offer social media management, marketing, so digital marketing, design, and public relations services for busy entrepreneurs so that they can take their time back and enjoy what they love to do, serving their clients, duh. Anyway, I made this podcast to help business owners with their video content, their written content, aka blogs, audio content podcast, and also, um, you know, video. Oh, and then also their video, not video, their photo content, like what their, their static posts. Anyway, so today we're talking all about the fear of posting, how to get over it. So me, believe it or not, I actually had this same feeling today and it happens every blue moon, even for an experienced content creator especially for new content creators, you know, you only have a few followers, people aren't really going to engage, what really keeps them motivated to keep going, to keep creating, to keep sharing it with the world, and my two cents would be just post it. You're not going to know how people react until you post it. You're you're not going to know if it's resonating with your audience until you post it. You can if and what if and oh my gosh, all you want to, but until you post it, you won't know. I'm speaking from personal experience. I have lots upon lots of projects that I haven't shared with my audience. Great projects, great clients, but it's a timing thing. Usually I'm so busy working on the projects designing that I don't really have time to share them, right? And I know that if I'm going through that, just think about the business owners that they have plenty of client testimonials they want to share, but they don't have time to post it. Or they have plenty of client or customer actual content, like the customer using the product or how the customer use the product or in an everyday life or influencer content. And then they have all this great content. And it's like, okay, when are you going to share it? And then they get ready to post it and then something holds them back from posting. And what I would say is you just have to do it. It just has to get done. And I know it's like, well, what if I just can't? And it's like, well, you'll never know. You know, there's a really nice quote. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. Um, Everything you want is on the other side of consistency. Like until you're consistent, you're gonna hear crickets. Like I hadn't posted on my feed in a while. So of course, on my Instagram feed. So of course, not as many people engaged yet. But the more I get back into posting, the more people will engage. Me and I have a really nice episode that we recorded um, live on Instagram a week or two ago when Instagram and Facebook had their little, you know, heart attack. And so that also is one reason why I didn't post. It's like, why should I post if the platform might potentially go down again? So that's a legitimate fear. What if no one sees it because literally no one can get on Instagram? What no? What if no one sees it because no one can get on Facebook? Like, that's a legitimate fear. I can accept that. But just, oh, well, what if someone laughs at me? Like, I literally had a gentleman, I made his real estate templates, 
and he was telling me about other realtors and how other realtors were critiquing him and saying, you know, different things. And this is before I designed his templates and they would like comment or, and say, you know, oh, you shouldn't, especially during the pandemic. And my two cents is, well, that's amazing that they're talking. And I even tweeted that this morning. I know Twitter and me, we don't get along, but I've started tweeting a lot more like in real time. And I said that on Twitter this morning, I was like, if someone hasn't laughed at you and if someone hasn't said something mean to you or if someone hasn't said anything to what you're posting, like when I mean anything, I'm saying anything. They haven't DM'd, they haven't commented, they haven't disliked, they haven't said something rude, they haven't spam botted. Okay, that means you have some work to do. You're not shaking up the world enough. Your work should be touching people to where it's either making them smile, cry, laugh, be indifferent, resentful. They should have some sort of emotion when they see your stuff. Even a negative emotion is still a a point for us because emotion leads to memory. Emotions are tied to memories. Memory is tied to buying power. And when I say buying power, we buy from what we remember. For example, if I say, well, what dish soap do you use? You're probably going to say Dawn or something like Dawn. Even if you don't have Dawn, you know when I say Dawn, you remember, oh, Dawn, it's blue. Dawn, it's this amount. Oh, Dawn, the bottle shape like this. You remember Dawn. Um, If I say Starbucks, what are you going to have for coffee? You're going to remember, oh, Starbucks, green, Starbucks. Kind of expensive, but kind of cool. Kind of a status symbol. Cute, cool trendy, chic, posh. Okay. Starbucks. Like that's what your goal is as an entrepreneur. Your goal as an entrepreneur is to get it to where your brand has a memory in someone else's mind. So when you're ready to become that memory in their mind, whether, like I said, whether it made them feel bad about themselves, good about themselves, indifferent, they laughed, they thought what you did was silly. Oh, they don't respect it. Well, great. Well, you're still going to remember. You're still going to remember. With being an entrepreneur, you have to be brave enough to put yourself out there. And I think that's the biggest aha. This is not about posting. This is more about, do you have the courage to promote yourself? Do you have the courage to put yourself out there? And no, I'm not a life coach. And no, I'm not a business coach. So I'm not going to sit here and lecture you. But I'm just going to let you know. Like, that's the real issue. It's not posting. It's not the Mm. algorithm. It's not that you're inconsistent. Do you want to? Do you want to put yourself out there? Are you ready for what may come? I think I had a brief story I shared, you know, some girl years ago under my real artwork. I shared it on Instagram and someone wanted what I was offering. And then she comes here with, oh, well, I saw something on Fiverr. And I didn't know what she was talking about because... Years ago, I did have a Fiverr account that I was selling from, but I didn't, it just wasn't my market. I didn't start off at $5. I started everything off at like $35, just like on my Etsy shop. And, you know, I got a few messages, but no sales, obviously. So I didn't, you know, pursue that further. But now technically to this day, at the time of this recording, I'm still technically considered a Fiverr seller. Anyways... Back to the point of the story. There was a gentleman that screenshotted my work from Pinterest. Yes, he stole my content. Cropped out my logo. Okay. Put it on his Fiverr shop with other 
fiber art or with other work from other artists that he just found around the internet, Etsy, Dribble, wherever he found the work. Okay. And then he was selling it as if he made it. I confronted him and said, Hey, um, you need to remove this. I really spent time on this. Like I spent hours on that artwork for that client and I didn't appreciate someone passing it off as their work. Okay. So he tried, guess what happened? He tried to offer me a design. I'm like, buddy, you can't design me what I made and, and you didn't make any of these. So you need to take them down. Well, he thought I was joking and I didn't think it was funny at all. So I contacted Fiverr. I screenshotted my Etsy store and I said how everything on my Etsy store, every single listing on my Etsy shop has copy written by ePartners Marketing, Erica Johnson, artist, blah, blah, blah. And so they removed his entire Fiverr account. I think he has a new one now, but he doesn't have my artwork up. And so that's how powerful content is. You will have people steal it. And that is a fear that a lot of entrepreneurs have as well. They might say, well, I'm afraid to post because I don't want someone to steal my idea or I don't want someone to copy me. You know, we would love to think that people are original. They're just not right. So you can't go around, you know, taking down everyone that copies your stuff. I mean, take it as flattery at first, but then if it's actually harming your business to where people are confusing your brand with theirs and your work with theirs or your quality product with theirs, then yeah, you can take action. And that's why we have the legal system. Trademark your stuff, copyright your stuff. It's a thing. (laughs) And I know we didn't mean to go down that rabbit hole, but I know that that's a real fear. I know that there's entrepreneurs right now that wish that they could share their stuff, but they're afraid that someone's going to take their idea. You won't know till you put it out there. And then guess what? When it happens, because I saw even a a girl, a lady on YouTube, she had these hoodie sets, like um, these kind of like the Juice Couture, but it was a... It was a hoodie top, zip up, and then the the shorts, cute shorts. And some other designer blatantly copied her and was selling it as hers. And everyone thought it was her work and it wasn't. And she confronted that lady and the lady denied it. And then, you know, she had to remove it because it infringed on her copyright. She didn't know the lady actually had it trademarked and copywritten. So, you know, you always want to be careful. (laughs) And we'll talk about that another day. Like, is it you're afraid to post or is it you're afraid you're what to your to post because you're stealing someone else's stuff <laughs> you know that's a whole nother conversation um do you feel like your content isn't original enough and i mean that would be more like a youtube convo but that's another fear that people have they think well someone's talked about my what i want to talk about already well you have a unique perspective everyone has a different spin on it or a different way of thinking about a topic so When you talk about it, your audience is going to enjoy it because they enjoy what you have to say. So that's how I would get over that fear, you know? And then another thing I would say for anyone, and this will be my last tidbit, for anyone afraid of being on video, it's not about you. And when I say that, it's not about what you think about yourself. It's not about how you think you sound on camera. It's not about how you think you look on camera. It's about what are you saying? What is the message? Whatever the message is, that's what they want to hear. Like myself, I got to the point where with these podcast recordings, I don't even edit them. I just post them. You know why I just post them? Because it's not about me. It's about the person that on the other side of the screen or the phone or the computer or the iPad or the iPhone or Android, whatever. It's about them. They needed to hear this today. They needed to hear, okay, why are you afraid of posting? 
What are you afraid of? Just post it. <laughs> like the worst that could happen is yes, someone might copy you politely and professionally, you know, say, Hey, can you take that down? Um, it's kind of my work. If you need to seek legal action, seek legal action. I mean, that's what it's there for. Another thing would be you actually want, you know, taking a spin and saying you actually want someone to either laugh, cry, get angry, happy, glad, upset. You want to invoke an emotional reaction. I said it on my Twitter earlier and I'll say it again. Like I said how if you're not making someone laugh or mad, what you're posting is probably boring or you're too predictable. (laughs) Like they've tuned you out at this point. So it's time for us to kick it up a notch. We're in the fourth quarter. We're going into the first quarter. So it's, it's, it's time for us to put the big girl and big boy pants on and post stuff. Because like I said, you won't know their reaction until you post it. You won't know until you try. Nothing has to be perfect. In fact, being imperfect is better because then you're more relatable. And that goes back to the like, no trust. So I know that's a lot of tidbits in one episode. I was trying to keep it short and sweet. Um, Let me know what you'd like to hear next. This was totally impromptu, unplanned, didn't plan on talking about are you afraid of posting. I thought it was a great time since Halloween week. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Until next time, bye.